0: Hello, and welcome to the Monday Movies Podcast. Hello. Welcome. Uh, You may notice, if you're a regular to this show, uh, there's only two voices this week. Yeah,
1: there is. Just the two Um, good voices, basically.
0: Just just the two good voices, yeah, because uh, Toby's not here this week. No,
1: it's a shame, but things are opening. He's he's young. He's a rock star. He's He's got better things to do than sit and talk rubbish with us. Come on. And crucially, he has friends. Yes, he does have friends, and I don't have any, which is why I no, have to spend my time I'm talking here with to you. you.
0: Okay. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, um, how are you? I'm good. It's roles reversed this week. You're in the studio, and I'm at in home. I am in the
1: studio, yeah. A beautifully decorated studio. Not been here for 15 months. It's all looking lovely.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. So it yeah. was
1: all 50, new for you this morning. Yeah, yeah, all new. I could barely remember what I was doing. Didn't know which be- button <laughs> to press. But the nice thing is, the screens are bigger than the laptop screen at home, so I didn't have to squint. So, all yeah, good. Yeah, brand
0: new screens mm, in the studio lovely. and on the wall as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: bright and shiny See? clocks on the and wall. what happens wh- I know. when no one's in for 15 months? It's amazing what you can get done when people aren't around, isn't
0: it? <laughs> I know, it's good, isn't it? People. <sighs> anyway, it's a podcast. <clears throat> It is. Uh, It's a
1: podcast. (laughs) It's a podcast. podcast. It's
0: a podcast. Mm. Um, Without, could you say it in a minute? Give us a little tease of what's coming up on the show. Uh, We have actually got
1: a box office top 10. What? That's crazy. An actual box office top 10 because people have paid money and they've been to cinemas and they've seen films. So we've got that. Uh, We'll have a little bit of film news and we've got reviews of the two big new films of the week, which are The Conjuring Three, The Devil Made Me Do It, and Cruella. The new Disney live-action film starring Emma Thompson and Emma Stone.
0: Very nice. Uh, all of that is coming up in the next fifty-ish minutes of this podcast. Mm. Take Toby. it away, Toby. Take it uh, away. Oh, oh, okay. uh, oh, uh hello. Yeah. Uh, now uh, it's the show. All right. It's, it's Monday, Monday evening. Uh, it. no, get on with it. Smash your face in.
1: I think that's pretty good. That's very Toby-ish. That's good. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good. Good. And see thanks luke hashman for another drive time much better than usual i don't know what was different about okay. drive time today but it was so much i don't know smoother more professional don't you think no it was different i can't quite put my finger on it
0: i've it's me i wasn't there oh that was
1: it yeah, yeah. of course excellent yeah well well done to luke hashman
0: can't he do that full time no he's got a job
1: Ah, it's a shame yeah. isn't it really? sorry it's a shame anyway thanks to luke um luke davis will be back tomorrow Four Sorry, so Sorry, everybody. Don't get your, don't get your hopes up. Um, welcome to Monday Movies. Duncan and Luke here with you through until 8 o'clock, at which time Mr. Q will take over with his country show. Uh, no Toby this week. Oh, uh, what? And I'd love to give you a reason why, but he's just ignored my messages. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I've done something wrong, <laughs> if I've offended him, if I've said something to upset him. I really don't know. But, Did you tweet
0: uh, something angrily about 12 Hour Avenue or something? Is that what you've done? No,
1: I didn't. I mean, I don't want to be too harsh on him, because I don't want to find out tomorrow that he's been in a serious car accident or something and then then i'll feel bad but uh yeah anyway uh toby hopefully you're here next week yes and you're okay okay. yeah let's hope he's okay yeah Yeah. i'm sure he is maybe he's had a guitar a drumming accident
0: no he's probably just hung over oh
1: probably yeah he's a he's a rock star he's exactly throwing microwaves out of hotels maybe microwaves (laughs) do you mean the tv
0: i feel like no that's i feel like that's the level that toby's at he's not at the tv yet but he's at a microwave
1: no i think that's the level that you're at your oh, mind right, automatically okay, goes yes. to food and you're thinking <laughs> hotel room what would have food in <laughs> it a microwave, microwave. yeah go. that's fair point uh anyway yes it's monday movies it's wickham sound 106.6 fm a very good evening to you hope you're having a nice bank holiday monday lovely weather if you enjoyed frog fest i hope you had a good time there because yeah. that obviously took place uh this year as it didn't last year and Thankfully, they had good weather for it. They did. And a lovely weekend. Yes. Lovely weekend. Uh, we have got film reviews coming up of The Conjuring Three, The Devil Made Me Do It, and the new Disney live action film Cruella. We've got a little bit of film news, and we've got an actual box office what? top 10. What? Because cinemas are open. Cineworld opened last week, and Empire. Sorry, Cineworld opened two weeks ago, and Empire Cinemas opened last Wednesday. So all cinemas are open. Uh, Restrictions are in place, of course. If you go into the cinema, you do need to wear a mask when you're in the enclosed area. But for some reason, you can take it off while you're stuffing your face with chocolate, popcorn, (laughs) hot dogs and nachos. Nice. So, yeah. So, I've been a few times and it's odd. People don't really know what to do when they're in there. So, some people are wearing their masks all the way through some people take them off to eat yeah. and then put them back on some people are taking them off for the whole time so there's no there's no kind of hard and fast rules at the moment no i suppose but it's i would, I would suggest yeah i would suggest if it's an empty screening i don't think it matters if you take your no. mask off because you're obviously more than two feet away from other people but if it's a an evening screening and it's busy and you're sitting close to people keep your mask on
0: yes put it over your face
1: yeah i've got some good news
0: you're leaving <laughs> not yet let's uh, save that for
1: another day okay. i have been double jabbed hey
0: i haven't I'm been compl-
1: jabbed at all yet which is why you're being kept in a box somewhere away from yes. everybody else yeah exactly. for your own for your own well-being and for peace of mind but yeah <laughs> got double jab thank you to um all the staff at the um stoke mandeville sports ground where i went uh, uh last week obviously i did a couple of laps of the track while i was there just to prove oh, that i was yeah. uh, fit in good condition um do you know what i was stood there queuing and you have to queue by the track and obviously it's like a I don't know if it's a proper size race track, like yes, an Olympic that's where size they did the... Um, I'm not sure.
0: That's where they did the first Paralympics, wasn't it, at Stoke Mandeville?
1: That's where the yeah, that's where the uh, the Olympics yeah. uh, Paralympics So it's a proper yeah. a proper track. Oh I know it's a proper track. I didn't know if it's proper size, like uh, like oh, the same yeah, size as, it is. as an Olympic track. Well, yeah. I was standing there looking at it. I know exactly what um, you're gonna say. <laughs> and what is it, eight hundred metres, I think, is it's is eight hundred like. metres the full length? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at it and think do you know what? I can do that. that <laughs> yeah. Honestly, and then you look at the 100 metre mark where you could see the start and finish for mm. 100 metres. Nothing. 10 seconds? Easy. Surely. No. I could beat Usain Bolt going down there because it's not that far. Do you think they'll let us go and have a go? We did say this years ago. We did ago say that this. We were yeah, to try Co- and do 100 metres. COVID meters. happened. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think know full well that I probably wouldn't. No, you would collapse in a, in a heap. No. You know breathing heavily yeah but i just looked at it and thought do you know what i i'm sure i could do that in 10 seconds <laughs> yeah oh, <I> okay, easily
0: <laughs> i'm gonna try okay good i think we should do that yeah
1: yeah well once this is a once um rest- if restrictions are lifted as they should be on june 21st fingers crossed, fingers touch crossed. Wood and all that you can um, go and run I around the should- track I think we should contact Stoke Mandeville yeah. and say, can we come and um, break a world record on your track? I mean, I'll contact Guinness and get someone there just in case. Oh, because yeah, I would hate to break a world record and there was no one official there to register it.
0: Oh, yeah, because last time we tried to do a Guinness world record, that went really well.
1: <laughs> I feel this one would be easier. Do you, oh, really? Yeah. It might die at To be end. honest, To be honest, I feel I've got more chance of breaking the world record at 100 metres than I have at what we tried to do. Wow, yeah, that's a f- good point. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that, just a thought. Just a I'm thought. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, shall we do a box office top 10? Oh, how crazy. Yes. Actually, just exciting, looking at the, isn't it?
0: The box office, the first the first box office for this year was January the 1st to the 3rd, um where $107 were made. Uh Ooh. in since the 21st to the 23rd, uh 12 million has been made. So, uh Excellent. That's good. Things are looking up. They good. are indeed. Uh where should we start? Number 10 maybe? Oh, what do okay. you think? Uh this week's number 10 am Ammonite.
1: Ammonite. This is a uh dr- an LGBT drama starring Sersha Ronan and Kate Winslet uh set in the 1800s uh about um what people who look for fossils what are they called uh, yeah. fossil hunters, fossil I, hunters. Yeah, I, I I knew a- the Ammonite word but stone. I couldn't think yeah. what it was. Yeah, it's uh, it's supposed to be very good. It's from the director of God's Own Country. I've not seen it. Interestingly, as we go through this top 10, during the pandemic, because obviously a lot of films were premiering on um, streaming platforms, mm. some for free, uh, some at a premium price, and there was a lot of talk, people saying, well, people aren't going to go back to the cinema because if you've got the choice of watching it at home for free or for paying you know, less than you would for two cinema tickets cinemas aren't going to make the money people aren't going to go and watch the films interestingly seven of the films in the top 10 this week have been previously available on uh, streaming platforms
0: wow okay that so is you can watch
1: some couple of them i don't think oh yeah one of them you can watch for free the others um are premium vod uh, so you're paying 15.99 but they've still made, managed seven have managed to get into the top 10 which kind of proves that streaming And cinema can coexist
0: yeah well now see here's the thing i agree with you but i wonder because people like you were so excited to get back to the cinema that they would have watched anything i think if if both were on in a normal world perhaps i don't think i think more people would go for streaming people because people well, it'll be interesting
1: in a couple of weeks when Black Widow comes out. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see true. how many people go to the cinema to see and how many people stream it on Disney+. Plus. Well, so let's wait till then, the, and, yeah. and then we'll come back to this topic.
0: All mm. right, let's okay. do
1: that then. But yeah, Ammonite is number 10.
0: Uh, this week's number 9, uh, the best cartoon of all time. I've not seen the film, though. Tom and Jerry.
1: Uh, which isn't a cartoon it's live, no, action, it's live action with an animated tom and jerry starring um i've forgotten her name but yeah it's it's basically the old-fashioned tom and jerry lots of slapstick humor um with uh real people yeah not seen it but i might because it's now uh, available well i could go to the cinema and see it or it's uh reduced in price it's only five pounds to rent oh on okay platforms now, <laughs> that, so, that's yeah. down
0: to a duncan price
1: yeah 15.99 yeah. too much um having said that as you know I'm a Cineworld unlimited member you are yes and during the 15 months while they've been closed they've actually restructured their um, service as oh it okay were. So it, it used to be 18 99 across the board for a Cineworld card yeah they've now put uh, cinemas into three tiers and depending which tier you're in um it's either nine ninety nine a month, fifteen or eighteen ninety nine a oh. month. And uh Cine World in Wickham has actually gone into tier two, which means it's now only fifteen ninety nine a month. I don't think you can use the word tier good. two. <laughs> If that that will worry oh, okay people. so oh, okay level let's go level two, <laughs> level two. it's in level yeah. two but yeah so it's actually three pound a month cheaper now to get oh. a city world unlimited card have they said working, why they've done that good news no i'm not sure i think they've just restructured it while they've been uh, all furloughed they were bored um, they had nothing else to do so they thought we'll yeah what can we we've got all these staff sitting at home <laughs> working but what can they actually do so yeah, yeah. they've restructured it no. which is which is good well yeah it's worked out very nicely especially considering how close we are to london i assumed we'd probably be in the top tier well well, no Hmm. we are in tier sorry level two stop saying tier (laughs) don't don't say tier (laughs) no don't say tier uh
0: this week's number eight if you have disney plus you will be able to watch it uh this time next week because it will be out uh for well free if you have disney plus uh later on this week and that is raya and the last dragon
1: I'm uh, not seeing this either but yes you can rent it now premium price on Disney Plus or it is at cinemas it's supposed to be very very good looking It forward does to look seeing very it. good and yeah me too Yeah I might go to the cinema and see it next week although I think it's limited screenings at the moment it's like only one or two shows a day right. uh, but like you say free on Disney Plus uh, next week uh, this week's number 7 Those who wish me dead another one i haven't seen we will get to some films that i've seen eventually um this is the new angelina jolie thriller uh, where she plays a firefighter looking after a young boy who's got two hitmen after him uh it's supposed to be quite good um again you can no you can't watch it stream you can't this is one that's only available in cinemas uh so the trouble is they're only showing like one show a day and it's sort of middle of the evening and i still have not up courage to go and sit in a busy screening as yet but uh, no. it's got fairly good reviews and it's good to see angelina jolie back
0: yes uh this week's number six mortal Kombat.
1: okay this is the last one that i haven't seen the top five i've seen so that's good this is a new version of the video game which has got mixed reviews uh i think it splits down the middle people who like the game don't particularly like the film people who've never heard of the game or have never watched it think it's quite good sounds about right
0: yeah it's very easy to upset people that have seen you know something or you know have a, a an already interest in it exactly yes yeah. uh, this week's number five you've seen it it's unholy uh,
1: the unholy is a horror film starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, based on a very good novel that I really like by James Herbert called Shrine um it's about a young girl who's mute and deaf and suddenly uh, something speaks to her from a tree and she thinks it's uh the 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 virgin mary and doing miracles turns out it's something slightly more ominous and things go uh, things go badly things go downhill quite quickly it's not scary it's not particularly well made the acting apart from jeffrey d morgan is all a bit ropey and if james herbert i mean james herbert's passed away unfortunately but i'd imagine he's spinning in his grave
0: right okay which was that a scene from the unholy that sounds like a very horror film Someone what spinning. spinning in a grave
1: yeah no there's no spinning no. in graves no but there is a lot of spinning in number four which is Spiral <laughs> <laughs> Spiral from the book of Swords. so this is Chris Rock trying to reinvigorate the Saw franchise so in any other world this would be Saw 9 and it's like, um, you know, those cars where they shunt two bits together, two bits of broken cars yes. to make a new car. Yeah. This is this is kind of like that. So one half of it is the typical Saw film, which is death traps, people trying to escape while they're being tortured. And the other half is like a, a normal police procedural with Chris Rock and his partner trying to work out who's doing it. The two don't gel particularly well. Um... I worked out who the baddie was and who was doing it all from about 10 minutes in, which is never never a good sign. And it never happened. So it was obviously fairly obvious. I mean, the Chris Rock stuff is is quite good. Uh, And I would like to see a film with him playing this character again, not necessarily a saw, because you end up watching it and thinking, well, these traps must have taken years and thousands and thousands of dollars to create. And how on earth did you do it? So believability is stretched to the limit
0: yeah oh, okay a, a kind of a, po- a positive but not positive review yeah it's a
1: half and half yeah. half and half a bit like half the film half and half uh, yeah. this week's number three Godzilla versus Kong Toby what did you think of this oh, oh okay uh, uh, um, uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> not seen it may go to the cinema this week to see it I could see it again this is another one that is streaming but I've got a feeling it will look better on a big screen
0: uh, yes I think I think if you watch it on a smaller screen it would be
1: not as good. Uh, this week's number two, No Man Land. Uh, interestingly, this has been available for free on Disney Plus uh, for quite some time. Mm. Uh, it's a brilliant film. It won the BAFTA for Best Film and Best Actress. It won Oscar for Best Film Best Actress. It's not to everyone's taste. Uh, you're either going to love it or you're just going to not get it. A friend of mine texted me and said, I'm 30 minutes in. Does it get any better? Oh. Uh, and I was like, well, no. If, you don't, if you're not enjoying it in the first 30 minutes, you're not. Uh, francis McDormand plays a woman who's been displaced from her home she's traveling um, the the back roads of america in a um, rv uh, and living out of that and it's it's more of a documentary because most of the cast are actual nomads they're not actors they they sort of embedded themselves in the nomad community so most of the actors um, are unprofessional Uh, but it's really good it's very surprisingly moving uh made me cry uh wow. well deserved winner of oscars and baftas but it's one of those films you know there's some films that you watch and then if someone says they don't like it you just think what how yeah. can you not like that but this i i can see why it's it's just not going to be some people's cup of tea it's a marmite film it is a marmite film yes yeah. and i love marmite so i love this there we go uh, and finally uh, this week's at number one peter rabbit two the runaway Uh, Surprisingly, um, not too bad, considering the first one got panned by critics left, right and centre. This is actually good fun. I laughed a few times in it. I smiled most of the way through it. James Corden isn't as annoying as I thought he was going to be. There are references made to how annoying his voice is because that was one of the criticisms of the first film, um, the fact that they used uh, James Corden. And apparently this is more in line with the original books uh, than the first one so That's good. It's, it's called the runaway and it is a runaway success oh hey
0: look at that that was
1: good hey oh, hey thank you
0: uh, and for the first time in a very very long time uh, that is the top 10 box mm. office
1: excellent there'll be another one next week and coming up reviews of the new conjuring movie and the new disney live action film cruella welcome back it's still monday movies it's still just luke and duncan uh we're still missing toby it's very sad uh, maybe you're miss- well, we
0: missing him or is he just missing
1: both let's say we're missing him just in case to we'll pretend we're missing him yeah, yeah. uh it's yeah. monday movies it's wickham sound 106.6 fm and there are movies out at the cinema big ones new ones shall we talk about two of them uh
0: yes let's start mm. with mm. not the disney
1: one not the disney one so the horror one no. uh, this is uh, yeah. the conjuring three the devil made me do it the third in the conjuring series the 6th i think in the conjuring universe because we've got annabelle annabelle 2 oh no annabelle returns and the nun so this is the 7th film in the um in the c m u does that work the conjuring conjuring no c c u what's the m so c CC- c u i can say what's the m for i don't know <laughs> it's a ccu marvel in there because you're so used to it i have Uh, it's a ccu the conjuring cinematic universe uh this one again uh, concerns the warrens ed and lorraine warren uh, played by patrick wilson and vera farmiga who are real people and they were real paranormal investigators so each of these films starts with uh, a title card saying this is a true story and it gives you real real facts and that's a bit of a downfall because let's face it it's not real uh, none of this actually right. happened it starts off with uh, an exorcism an eight-year-old boy is possessed by an evil spirit uh the will uh, sorry the warrens try and exercise him it doesn't go according to plan and the spirit goes into the boy's sister's brother who then oh, goes no. ahead and kills his boss by stabbing stabbing him 22 times he hands himself in he's taken to court he doesn't want to plead guilty uh, the warrens are convinced that the lawyer can get him off if he can if they can convince the judge and jury that he was possessed by an evil spirit uh, the lawyer thinks that's a bad idea they can't convince her that it's actual truth so she's worried that they won't be able to convince the jury so the film it looks like it's gonna become a courtroom drama but it's not it's the warrens going off to try and find out where the spirit come from sorry, came from, how it got into him and how they can stop it um, getting into anybody else and also to prove to the court that he was possessed by an evil spirit. So the fact... I mean, this sounds like a a true story. I think I've seen a documentary on this actually. You see, this is the problem. It says this is a true story and as soon as it said that, after the first five minutes, you're like, nah, I'm sorry, I don't believe this was a true story. It would have been more believable, funnily enough, if it had said it wasn't a true story if it was just a flat-out <laughs> horror not on film. The tr- This is not based on um, the true story. Unlike The ho- the Unholy, which was out last week, which is a similar kind of film, this is much better made. The acting's really good. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are really good. Uh, John Noble, who starred in Fringe on TV, turns up as a, a creepy old man who has something to do with it. Uh, the effects are good. Uh, there's a lot of practical effects because when the, the two people are um, possessed and obviously their bodies are contorting into these weird shapes as they as the spirit takes hold it's not done with cgi it's done with um contortionists to make it so oh, so, so cool. it looks real so the effects are good there's a couple of nice set pieces it doesn't help itself that one of the early scenes of a priest turning up at the house is a direct reference and rip-off uh, of the exorcist and if you're going to no. if you're going to invoke the one of the best horror films of all time you've you've got to up your game slightly from this and none of this seems kind of real because the characters don't seem believable and i think a lot of a lot of horror filmmakers tend to think that because it's horror and because it's fantastical characters have to be over the top they have to be bigger than bigger than real life if you know what i mean when you forget that the exorcist works because for the most of the exorcist it's about a normal family you know, there's not a lot of horror in the Exodus until you get to the to the last third. But the most of it is just a, a working single mother and her daughter. There's nothing special about them and that's what makes it believable. So the more unbelievable stuff you throw in, the less believable the film comes. And if you're trying to convince people that it's based on a real story you want it to be yeah, exactly. believable really uh, so it's not so there's nothing intrinsically wrong with it it's well made it's well acted uh, some of the effects are good um, the cinematography is really good um, it would help in Cineworld if they turned the lights down when you're in the cinema I did go out and ask them to do it and they wouldn't do it so basically because the majority of the film is set at night or in very dark rooms because they leave the lights on it makes everything grey rather than black and it's hard to see to see. I'd say how come I didn't turn the lights off i had a feeling it's to do with the fact that there was a group of about 20 boys in there that i was warned about when i walked in uh, she goes they're going to be trouble i thought well, oh, well throw God. them out then and to be honest most of them didn't look 15 but yeah they talked joked laughed fake fart noises, put their phones on played clips on youtube during the whole film so thanks thanks to you 15 for that so that may have affected my enjoyment of the film very slightly but it still just wasn't you know the one thing you know a comedy to work has to be funny everything else everything else can come later but if it's not funny it's failed as a comedy a horror film has to be scary it can be the best made horror film in the world best acted best looking but if it's not scary it's kind of failed at the one thing that it's supposed to do and this kind of it's does just a film. Yeah, it's just a film. And this is just a film. It's just not a scary film. Mm. But if you liked the other two, as I remember, the other two weren't particularly scary either. Um No, I don't
0: remember you saying they were that no. scary. So if you
1: like the first two, you're probably gonna like this. And if you've watched uh, The Nun, the three Annabelle films and the previous two, obviously, you know, you're 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 deep into the CCU and you're probably going to enjoy it. Cool. I like that, the CCU.
0: I like that it's good isn't Mm, it
1: there should be more Mm. Uh, from uh, a scary film to a Disney film yes Disney's first big theatrical release uh, but it's also released um, actually this will be the first test we said that um, Black Widow will be the first test of whether people are going back to the cinemas more that is true this is the first test because uh, the new disney film is cruella it's the origin story of cruella de vil it's uh, out in cinemas now and it's also available for premium vod on the disney plus um store uh 15.99 i think what yep. but what's interesting of course is if you're a family of four uh two adults and two kids who want to watch it paying 15.99 on disney plus is a lot cheaper than paying for four people to or go to the cinema. Or even for two.
0: Especially even for just me and Amy, it's ten pounds each, plus with your food. Yeah, That's you I mean, know. This way you can quid. go and buy
1: cheap food from Lidl. Half <laughs> yeah. the price. And half the price. And yeah, you're only paying fifteen ninety nine. So it'll be very interesting. This is the first test to see. I mean, obviously this will be number one in the charts next week, but it'll be interesting yeah. to see just how big a uh, debut it What has. was their last film that came out in the cinema? For Disney. Yeah wouldn't it have been a marvel oh no the last marvel one was quite... would it have been onward onward was march the 6th onward was yes that was the last theatrical then wasn't it yeah yeah yes and but
0: wasn't... oh no it wasn't i lied. Oh. it wasn't no onward was on disney
1: plus and also at cinemas
0: and at cinemas as yeah. well
1: so what was the... i don't know so what... the,
0: the last proper one was possibly frozen 2 really which was november of nine, 2019 <laughs> No, there must have been a there, surely because there was between, a Marvel
1: one after that, wasn't there?
0: No, no? the last Marvel film was uh Spider Man. When does Spider Man come out? Which is now mm. available on, on some places.
1: Most places for some reason.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know then. I don't I know just when just...
0: Spider Man two came out, but that possibly was that was twenty nineteen as well oh okay that was july of 2019 so it was frozen too so two years
1: two years ago since disney had a theatrical release that's incredible yeah incredible okay we'll be interested to see how well cruella does uh especially when you consider and i think people are more likely to go to disney plus because it's a kid's film and it's going to save them a lot of money for a you know family ticket so anyway it will be interesting so anyway cruella this is the origin story of cruella Deville, obviously the villain from uh, 101 dalmatians emma stone plays cruella okay. slash estella emma thompson is the you see she's the baddie but there's also the baddie who is the baroness uh, so emma stone yes. um is born um with this shocking white and black hair she's brought up by her mother her mother uh, is killed by being thrown off of um a cliff and plunged to her death. So it's a really cheerful start to a Disney film. <coughs> um, the girl runs away, escapes because she's at the place. She's at this castle where the, her mother's killed. She escapes, turns up in London where she is befriended by Joel Fry and Paul Walter Hauser's Jasper and Horace. They're two con men, and they bring her up, and she becomes their leader. Um, she wants to be a fashion designer though, uh, and she gets a job for Emma Thompson's character, the Baroness, working of, uh, for Liberty. The department store Uh, and then she finds out that there is a connection between her and Emma Thompson that she didn't know about and so begins a um, vendetta of revenge to get her own back, can't say much more because it would spoil it, there are some twists and turns along the way which we don't want to spoil now Um, so what's interesting is I don't know if Disney have done this before it's an origin story for a villain
0: um they have done it in extended content, but I don't think ever as a, a live-action mm. film or, or, yeah, a big film release. So, what's interesting is... you've Oh, yes, they have. Have they? What about Maleficent?
1: That is true, yes. The difference yes. here, I think, is Maleficent, Mal- Mal- I don't think she did anything too horrible she was just a nasty person who was on the wrong side of the goody yeah the whole point of cruella de vil is she, in the cartoon in the books her main purpose is or what she's known for is she skins dogs alive to make coats yeah okay so disney have got the problem of how do you make a film about a heroine slash villainess where mm. she's killing dogs and using their coat uh, their coats for coats so what they do is question tell me what you think about me if
0: they redo 101 dalmatians Mm. again do you think they'll have uh, well uh, yeah because they probably will they're going through everything else do you think they will add that bit about skinning dogs i I feel like in a world of 2021 that would be very
1: frowned upon yes and this kind of ends with cruella becoming the cruella that we know And there is the uh, implication that she might want to skin a dog, which she poo-poos straight away. (laughs) So I think they're doing away with that altogether, and she's she's being evil for a completely different reason. So I don't think there's ever going to be any skinning of dogs. She does at one point wear um, a polka dot dress, which Emma Thompson's character thinks, because Emma Thompson's character has three vicious Dalmatians, and she thinks at the time that they've been skinned to make the coat, but they haven't. So I think they're trying to get away from that um this is set in 1970s punk london um and it is um a showcase for costume design hair makeup and production design the whole thing looks absolutely fantastic it is a a joy to behold i can't remember the last film i saw with so many needle drops uh every five minutes there is a well-known 70s song real fantastic 70s music (laughs) in it but there must be twenty, twenty-five songs that get needle dropped in this wow, film. Okay, it, it's 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 never ending, which could be quite annoying. But the songs do fit in with the with the story. Emma Stone's having a ball as uh, Cruella. Emma Thompson is fantastic as the evil Baroness. Um, Joel Fry and Paul Walter Hauser as Jasper and Horace uh, are really good, because Jasper and Horace were, and they even look like the characters from the from the original cartoon. In fact, yeah. all the characters great every the casting is is spot on down to the last um even down to the little extras everyone looks fantastic but like i say what you what you get most out of it is the costume design the production design and the and the wigs and the makeup are absolutely spectacular i mean i wouldn't be surprised if this is winning oscars for all of those because it is so good and it is very entertaining it it's funny it's exciting um i really enjoyed it the only downside Oh. Uh, Is it really? It it really, really, really doesn't need to be two hours and fifteen minutes long. I mean, it's quite long, isn't it? For a kids' film, that is too long. Um, Yeah, that's Netflix worthy. Yeah, it's two hours fourteen minutes long, and it is too long. But it it breezes by quite nicely, and I had a blast. And the music is fantastic. Good. Um, Yeah, I, I I loved it. I thought it was great fun really good and I'd look forward ten. to uh, I'd give it a, a healthy eight Wow and I look forward to wow. a sequel with Cruella as um, herself. Cruella yeah Yeah. because it kind of ends with the famous you would
0: imagine if this does really well they will do 101 Dalmatians Mm.
1: it's interesting because Glenn Close obviously played Cruella Deville in the live action 101 Dalmatians uh, many years ago and she's one of the producers of this so it's quite interesting Ah, but I don't know whether she actually did anything or whether it's just written into her contract that uh, she gets money now every time Cruella Deville is in a film that's probably more like it
0: possibly yes but it's Um, good I've
1: just checked by the way Mm -hmm
0: um onward was the last theatrical release there you go uh on march the 6th 2020 but obviously because that being so close to covid uh it it didn't make its money back no it uh, on, on in the box office yeah. uh, by about 50 million pounds so mm. um that well, wasn't great
1: right. that'll be interesting uh Cruella will be in the chart next week we'll see how well it does uh obviously they don't give you figures for um online streaming so we won't know how many people actually streamed it but uh no it'll be interesting to see how well it did. I mean it was quite busy. I went to well, It'll a, be interesting
0: to see how much money it makes.
1: Yeah. I mean I went to a one twenty in the afternoon screening on Friday and there was quite a few people in there. And obviously it's yeah. a good week to release it because it's half term, so um Yeah. Yeah. It's good, Cruella. It's out six. now. Uh, eight out of ten. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It's great fun. And if you're of a certain age where you remember the seventies, and if you were in London at any time in the seventies, it's like a blast from the past. It's it's marvelous.
0: Sounds good. Well, Peter Rabbit made six million this week, so it'll be interesting to see. I think it will make how close double to that, that. that at least. Do you think so? I'm Twelve thinking so.
1: we're going for dollars though, aren't we? You're talking dollars. Yeah, we are going for yeah. dollars. We don't. Pounds, I think sorry. it's going to double Peter Rabbit's take but we'll see we'll we'll find out we'll find out next week Uh, they're the two big new releases uh, film news coming up welcome back it's still Monday Movies welcome back there's still no Toby is it? but do you know what is Toby here? oh no he's not here yet not missing him much what about you?
0: no not really I mean if we're being
1: honest he's said as much so far this week as he does most weeks
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is very true here we go Toby what have you
1: seen this week? Exactly. There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that how you hear him? Um, mumbly, mumbly. That's how I hear him. Uh, shall we have a look at some news? Let's do that.
0: There's, okay. There's not uh, a lot. Let's start with there's not a lot so let's start with the not so big news Mm. um which wasn't really a surprise but anyway uh chris pratt is heading to amazon prime on july the 2nd uh to fight the tomorrow war
1: yes excellent uh it's a big new um science fiction blockbuster starring chris pratt uh it looks very good it's not a prime exclusive as they're saying because it was i think it's another paramount film that's been sold to Amazon Prime for a small fortune. So this would have been a big theatrical release for Paramount Pictures uh, later on this year. But uh, Amazon Prime have paid up front for it. And July the 2nd, you'll get to see it for free on Amazon Prime. And it does look good.
0: It does look good. The only problem I have with it is that I can now not see... Because before Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm. I hadn't seen Chris Pratt in anything, really. I don't think. Nothing's jumping out at me. I hadn't seen Parks and Rec and I can't think of anything else that he was in that I might have seen mm-hmm. so I now do just see him as Star-Lord and I, there was a, a few bits in the trailer I was like that's very very star Star." Star-Lord. It's funny because
1: we're watching um, Parks and Recreation because my other half hasn't seen it so we've watched it from the start mm. and we've, we've gone through seven seasons so we've just about finished and it is really really good but Chris Pratt is obviously... I remember he was on Graham Norton, you know, because obviously in Guardians of the Galaxy, he's buff. I mean, he looks a bit like me, you know, physically. Um, Yeah, I mean, I put you two next to each other and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Exactly, and uh, Graham Norton asked him, you know, and they showed pictures of him when he was in Parks and Recreation and pictures of Mm. him when he was starting out. And obviously, buff starting out, Parks and Recreation, fat, flabby, looked like a schlub. And he said, because because his agent told him he was too good looking and too fit, the, the competition for roles that he was going for was too big. So he said, just right. put on a load of weight, mess your hair up, look a bit schlubby, and you'll get that kind of part. And that's how he got Parks and Recreation. Oh. Uh, and the strange thing is, I think it's the end of season six, and then when you go into season seven, when he appears for the first time in season seven, he suddenly lost a lot of weight, and he looks really fit. <laughs> and the first two episodes are set in London, Uh, there's a reason everyone from parks and rec is is in London and that's obviously and he gives an excuse as to why he's got fit in the show but obviously the reason was he'd gone to London to film Guardians of the Galaxy and that's why they did the first two episodes there so they could explain his absence paid him to get fit yeah they they explained his absence over you know for the next few episodes but yeah it's a a marked difference between the end of one season and the start of the next Uh, yeah that must be awful being paid to get fit oh yeah I mean being paid to put weight on be fabulous oh that as well yeah I know actors that have had to do that yeah Robert De Niro and Raging Bull stuff like that but I suppose the, the downside is you do have to get fit again at the end
0: well that is yeah that's true um, and I can confirm it was a... Well, actually, it feels like everybody was part of this for production companies. Paramount, Skydance, New Republic Pictures, Phantom 4 Films, and Lit Entertainment Group. So, yeah, not a not an Amazon exclusive at all. No,
1: and, and this is the problem. And this is what's getting very confusing with streamers. So Netflix are calling things Netflix exclusives. Amazon Prime are calling them Amazon exclusives. Uh, as if they've made them or they've financed yeah. them, and they're not. These are just films that they happen to have... I mean, some are Netflix they need exclusives. It, um, so, they need to call it, like, Amazon streaming exclusive, Or it's just a, an Amazon premiere. It's just—it's not... Yeah. Yeah, the, the marketing is making it sound like all these films are something they're not. But, but then again, some films are Amazon exclusives. But there's no yeah. differentiation between the ones they've paid for and the ones they've bought. So, hmm, interesting. But mm. this looks really good. Mm. Looks like big budget, yeah, it does. big sci-fi ironically it looks like it would look better on a big screen <laughs> yeah <laughs> rather, i did also think rather that than well. a full screen i think this would look great at the cinema but but the next news story may uh, affect that anyway uh yes because
0: uh unshockingly uh amazon have brought mgm studios the home of james bond uh, and a deal worth 8.5 million dollars how much Eight point five, eight 8.45 million dollars. No, which billion, sounds like a amount not that James Bond... James Bond would try and stop some evil genius doing. Uh,
1: the evil genius ah, in Bond, this... Bond, it's worth... 8.5 billion dollars the evil genius in this case being jeff bezos so yes amazon yes. have swooped in they bought mgm studios uh there's been a lot of discussion this week online whether this means that james bond will go straight to streaming but barbara Broccoli is being very quick to come forward and say no james bond will always uh, be a theatrical release i don't think this is going to be a day and date with streaming and um, right. cinema i think they're going to keep that i think separate. amazon
0: would be stupid to just put it on stream. The, the amount of money that james bond makes in the cinema yeah, i think the last two made a billion stupid. each in
1: the cinema so yeah they would be yeah. stupid but uh um so yeah mgm studios uh been bought by amazon huge deal and this kind of paves the way for others you kind of think sony who don't have a big back catalog and big um there are certain ones like warner brothers who can do their own streaming Mm. because they have big franchises they've got harry potter they've got the dc stuff so they can do that mgm apart from james bond don't have a lot in the way of uh, franchises to keep a, a streaming platform of their own going so this is probably best for them so you've got to think people like sony are probably being approached and you've got to think netflix and apple are probably desperately trying to buy themselves a film studio at the moment
0: i would be shocked if in the next couple of years disney doesn't buy sony well that would make Which sense is, yes because they've they've got you know they can get all their marvel characters back you know what else does what other things does sony normally do like their are big
1: i can't remember i can't think i can't think of a franchise that sony have got that's the thing And they're, they're not no, a studio with a recognizable so, franchise in their back
0: pocket. no so they're gonna you know i i think disney have possibly already tried i wouldn't be surprised and it hasn't been announced but i reckon okay you put your money on
1: disney i'm gonna put my money on apple do you think yeah because apple are the ones that are lagging behind they've got more money than disney and they've got more money than amazon and netflix they're not they haven't got any huge breakout hits that everyone's talking about so netflix and amazon both have series and films that everyone's talking about not as many people have apple as have those other two Um, and they do have some good stuff an award like ted lasso on uh, amazon the the, um jason sudeikis football comedy is really good and has won lots of awards but you don't hear anybody talking about it no do you know what i mean you know there's a you know every time there's a documentary about a serial killer on Netflix. Everyone's talking about it. So Amazon does have some good shows, but no one's talking about them, and they need and they're not making as many as well. You know, they they. Whereas Netflix are dropping twenty to thirty brand new things every month. Amazon is like one or two. So because of the money they've got, I mean, there was. I think it was two years ago. I knew some. I know someone who works for Apple, and Apple were in negotiations to buy Disney.
0: Well, exactly. Uh,
1: So they've got. Money to burn, so you'd, I, I think Apple are going to be the next one to announce they bought something. Whether it's Sony or whether it's somebody else, I don't know.
0: I I think I would be shocked if Apple brought Disney because
1: oh, I don't think they'll buy Disney now, but they were in talks uh, a couple yeah. of years ago. But I think Sony or Warner's or they're going to buy someone, and obviously it's beneficial to MGM. Because obviously, yeah. you know, we don't know the ins and outs of the deal, but this yeah, is no. this is going to save them having to set up a whole streaming platform and do all that, and they've obviously going to get a percentage of everything that's streamed or watched or bought or via Amazon. So I, I just think I think Apple were, uh, are now desperately trying to buy a film studio. The, the problem is Apple do everything wrong so many times. They'll probably buy some little studio no one's ever heard of. <laughs> that haven't probably. got any kind of back catalogue at all.
0: No. Yeah, they'll probably muck I, it up. I, I, again, I think, I think if they were going to go, I still think that Disney will go for Sony, for the, the I mean, looking at Sony's franchises, they have um, the Karate Kid, Ghostbusters, Spider-Man, Jumanji, uh, Stuart Little, Men in Black, Zombieland, Underworld, then the Sony Picture Universe of Marvel, uh, the Smurfs, um Carly's Angels, I just Charles think Meagles. Apple
1: will be desperate, even if it's just to tick Disney off that they've got some of the stuff that App, that <laughs> oh, Disney yeah. want. Um so I think, I think but then do
0: you think okay, so let's say this. So let's say Apple buys Sony. Mm. Do you think Apple then would give back the Marvel stuff or would they keep it?
1: Oh they would keep it to be awkward. Do you think of course, so?
0: just they, to would. Be awkward. Of course they would yeah, just to be awkward
1: true. or sell it sell the rights to them for a a hugely inflated price. Huge amount so
0: yeah. <laughs> that's that sounds like that's, apple that's, that's more
1: like what apple will do <laughs> yeah. yeah because you know let's face it everything apple does at the moment is terrible so yeah anything they buy they're probably going to ruin you know they've just updated their podcast app and you wouldn't believe how bad they've made that
0: yeah it
1: was a perfectly good app and now it's almost unworkable so yeah yeah i think i think apple but it'll be interesting to see so you've got disney apple Amazon and Netflix. I mean, Netflix are another one who might um, be looking to buy a studio as well because I know Amazon and uh, Netflix and Disney are all looking at buying cinema chains. Right, okay. Uh, whether that's just to show their own stuff. I mean, it probably would be to start with but then they'd realise, yeah. especially Apple, uh, that they haven't got enough stuff to fill a cinema. No. Uh, then they'll probably I show think... stuff. I mean, Netflix
0: seems to be very cosy at the minute. I mean, the whole Spider-Man thing just seems really odd that that sony have made two deals by the looks of it one with netflix and one with disney plus see the, the strange Spider-Man thing is normally and it's only spider-man 2 where's yeah, spider-man
1: 1 the strange thing is because i do my day job i deal you know I, I i sell things to streamers and to tv stations yeah. and if you sell something to netflix normally the contract says that for the two years it's with them it's exclusive and it yeah. can't go on another streamer so that's why I found it very odd that Spider-Man: Far From Home is available on Disney Plus and on Netflix at the same time. It, it's, it's. I mean, very you can strange.
0: see why Disney want it on Disney Plus because obviously Spider-Man three.
1: Yeah, I just don't understand why they is, w- why, out why they would allow it to go on another streamer at the same time. Yeah. That just seems counterproductive for them. So. It's weird. It's very odd. Very. Maybe very we weird. should start a streaming platform. Maybe we should. What would we call it? Um. Let's see. Well, will we want it to be Wickham Sound affiliated or are we going off on our own on this one?
0: I, I mean, I don't know if I should comment on that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're in charge. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Wickham, Wickham, Wickham Stream. Wickham, st- Wickham WSS, Wickham. Wickham Sound Streaming.
0: There you go. Wickham, there you go. Yeah. Or, yeah, Wickham Sound On Demand.
1: But then you've I got the word sound in there. That doesn't work, does it, really? you need Wickham. Yeah. We can Workshop this.
0: Wickham sound plus Wickham sound of, of course he did they just and,
1: added disney the, and that's what apple they did added plus on it yeah exactly yeah. we'll just shove yeah, a, yeah, plus just at a plus, the plus end. on it. sound plus
0: that works plus <laughs> there you go done coming soon and we're buying sony and then we'll sell the rights back to marvel for spider-man we're gonna be rich we'll be rich i like this, this time next year duncan we'll be millionaires will we though will we probably not Maybe look at not. only Falls and horses <laughs>
1: Uh, so, yeah, interesting. So, um, that doesn't mean, of course, you're going to be able to see Bond on Amazon Prime in uh, October. It will be exclusively in cinemas. But I, pres- I see, I don't know how that works with Sky. Will Sky be allowed to have. Well, Bond? Hey, so does
0: Sky still have their. Because st- at one point they had a Star Wars channel.
1: No, Has they, that the- disappeared now? <laughs> yeah, they, they put these channels on for limited times. Yeah. <clears throat> but all the new films the big blockbuster films automatically mm. go on to Sky at a certain point after two years. This is true. So I don't know now if it's an Amazon Prime whether they'll be mm, allowed to. Probably...
0: No. Or they'll just make you pay really a lot of money for it. I know, it's, it's it's very odd and it's very getting weird. it's getting worse. More. Str- Does this mean though mm. that all the uh, James Bond films will now appear on Amazon? I would imagine so. Point. I would
1: imagine that has to be yeah. part of the deal because there's no other reason for buying MGM. Well, you say
0: that but then when Disney brought lucasfilm they didn't automatically buy the get the rights for the old films they had to buy them as well
1: no i'd imagine if you're buying mgm you're doing it because you want bond <coughs> so yeah, they will all be streaming on amazon in, in one way it'll be nice that all the Bond films are in one place
0: oh yeah and an easy place to,
1: yes, as well yes and you haven't got to wait for it to pop up on ITV3 on a Saturday night so yes no, exactly. it will be quite nice if they're all in one place that will be good but anyway okay, yeah. we will see that's uh, Amazon buying MGM big news big news big big news talking of big news next week is a big week and I guarantee you Toby Stubbs will be here do you know why? Uh, uh, why? A Quiet Place 2 uh, is yes. released in cinemas on Friday and we will be the reviewing the film with that the next. worst luck yes <laughs> It's been a while it's I, been... I don't know
0: if you saw it um the lead actress whose name has escaped me emily blunt, emily blunt. Uh, was on james corden's late late show the other day and she was on the last late late show with an audience before lockdown the day before quiet place 2 came out and she was told two hours before the film wasn't coming out but they hadn't announced it so they had she had to record the interview telling everybody about the film knowing that it wasn't going to come out the following day well it's out, it's going to be out this week
1: out, interestingly yeah. I saw two buses this week go past with old faded Quiet Place 2 promotional <laughs> posters so I think rather than put new ones on someone just needs to go with a felt tip and change the date yeah. to, to this year some
0: painting. Yeah,
1: yeah. let's just hope it lives up to the hype because uh, I know I've been looking forward to it and Toby had definitely been looking forward to this This was Quiet Place yeah. 1 was his favourite film of three years ago so fingers crossed that's next King week's himself. show. Thank you very much for listening. Mr. Q's Country Show is up next.
0: Oh, well there we go. That is uh this week's Monday movie. Very good it was too. Hey, would, would you like a little secret? A mm. podcast secret. Yes, please. Uh today is actually Sunday. <laughs> uh so uh, is spoilers. Uh yeah, oh. it's actually Sunday. We recorded yeah. this the day before. Yeah. Um, in other words
1: we lied so all right. the way through we lied don't tell all Ofcom. the way
0: through the show no yeah well, a lot of shows get pre-recorded before of course them, they do so, of course yeah. they do
1: especially these
0: yeah. days so uh, exactly so yeah there's a little secret for the podcast it's actually yeah. sunday today so duncan's saying about frog fest and the weather being nice it could be a wet it could it's be it's not complete no, wipeout no i'm pretty i'm pretty to be raining all day long.
1: <laughs> i'm pretty confident they've been lucky with the weather because it's going to be gorgeous
0: how funny would it be though if it was if it rains this afternoon we're going
1: to have to come back in and re-record everything because I can't have myself lying on on, on tape no that would be very funny Uh, yeah anyway uh, Toby should be back next week so that would be nice
0: that would be nice I would have watched Corella because I was well I'm watching it this evening excellent so obviously that hence I hadn't seen it I look forward to your thoughts
1: yeah well i won't tell you until next week no of course but i look forward to next week hearing no. what you thought about cruella and yeah. uh, i look forward to hearing what toby thinks about a quiet place 2
0: i i think he won't like it as much
1: i think it's going to be great but not quite as great as the first one you watched the first one no didn't because you? I, I yeah mm.
0: and i feel like now that you uh spoilers Know what the monster is, mm. because you know, in a in a film like that, you don't really they don't really show you
1: what's attacking, but no. they do. Yeah, but I so I I, I I I will counter that with what about Alien and Aliens? In Alien, you hardly that see the monster, true. but in Aliens, you see them all the time, and it was still a brilliant film. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Someone good did. Point. I did. You make I did read a review that made me laugh. One line in the review because. A lot of the trailer is them walking down roads, long gravel and stuff like yes. that trying to be quiet and someone's review on Twitter was why don't they walk on the grass? That is an yeah. <laughs> so I'll be thinking that about that. That's a very that good point. All the way through the film. But yeah, I'm looking That's forward just to it. That's going to ruin the film now yeah. for years of it. <laughs> but I th- I mean Get off I, the my prediction is it's going to be very very good, just not quite as good as the first not one. As good. But fingers crossed.
0: Well, we will find out this time next week yes. here on Monday
1: Movies. Until then, have a good one.
0: Thanks for listening. To Goodbye. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye bye. Get out.